0: Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Buboltz, owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KV Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. Atina, thanks for being here and talking to me. Um, why I wanted to really talk to you about services was I found in, out in my own burnout recovery journey that It was quite traumatic because I was in chronic stress for six years that I'm having triggering events. Um, There's things that are sending me back there, even though I feel like I'm healed. And then some things I just don't want to talk about. There's sections of my book that I literally written whole chapters on and then have deleted because I'm not ready to talk about it with people. And then I've met so many people in the burnout community that have um, had a traumatic event and they think that they're okay and they aren't and then Mm -hmm. they end up getting burnt out from that. So a lot of people associate burnout with worker burnout and doing too much, but there's many factors that can lead to burnout. And that's really where you came in.
1: Sure. So um, for my business, it is Roots of Healing, LLC. And I am a holistic mental health therapist. So I look at getting to the root of what's going on with someone's mental health struggles. So trying to find out really what has led to why the issues are happening. So not just like, treating symptoms, um, learning just coping skills, but it's really looking at, okay, why did this happen? And then uh, what can we do to get you to a better place so that this isn't holding you back in your life so that you can um, get unstuck basically, because a lot of people feel like they get stuck in whatever is holding them back on a mental health um, level, especially with trauma, trauma, can so hold somebody back, keep them from being who they want to be because uh, the, the trauma hasn't been dealt with in the best way possible. And that's just not knowing you know, it's finding the right people to help you move through that trauma. So you can let go of it. It's not necessarily something you can just do on your own. You know, it's nice to have someone that can assist you. What I decided in my journey, and what I discovered is that I realized that I was stuck in different areas in my life. So I started doing training for mental health therapy, I received my degree in that. And then I started looking at other areas that I could add in uh, um, on a holistic perspective to help people be able to move past whatever is keeping them stuck so that they could have the best life, the life that they want to have. And so I tried all these modalities myself, you know, on myself to see how they worked and everything. And some I added in and some I didn't. But it was truly a journey of experiences of looking at different modalities from um, the energy aspect to nutrition, to hypnotherapy, um, EMDR, there's a number of different modalities that I have, and I found success with them. So I wanted to incorporate them into my practice. And by by being in my own private practice, I was able to incorporate all those without, without being limited as to what I could do. So it really, I've been able to help a lot of people look at the whole person to help them, um, reset their body, their mind to get to a better place so that they, they can be that person that they want to be. So it was just a big passion for wanting to help other people. And from my own experience of feeling like I couldn't, couldn't let go of certain things and why couldn't I let go of them? So some of my own self-discovery, um, led me down the paths of the modalities that I have.
0: yeah and it's interesting um, when you say letting go so there's there's portions of my recovery and people who in burnout or any kind of trauma will resonate with this that you can't let go. you're doing all the things to move you forward all the things that therapy or your physicians or your habits are, are striving for healthy habits and you can't let go you can't get over these humps. so that you when we've talked before you, have, um, seen people who have been in burnout. So what type Mm -hmm. of things are, do you see people not letting go? Why do they end up in, in your office or virtual appointments with you?
1: Yeah. So, um, when they come in, it's, it can be pretty easy to some extent to be able to identify when someone's in burnout, like looking at the fatigue aspect just can't, um, they, like they used to be usually here they were go, 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 you know, and doing so many different things. Um, And then all of a sudden, they just can't do it anymore. So like, if you look at that um, traditional burnout, um, and with the, we'd see typically most of those people would have like, there can be some type of trauma that's in their life. And it doesn't have to be a big event that happens. Sometimes it's a small event that was just very triggering and upsetting for them. And what happens with trauma is when you've been traumatized, and then you end up living a life where you're almost like in fight or flight many times, then you're burning your system out. you know. So you're burning that system out because you're constantly in that heightened alert state. So if I see somebody with, you know, traumas that are in their life, and sometimes I just explore and just say, you know, like, okay, it doesn't have to be you were raped, that you were beaten, that you were in a bad car accident, it doesn't have to be anything big like that, it could be something else. And sometimes when you phrase it differently, then you find out there were little things. And what so then I see people who, um, who just don't have the, um, get up and go anymore, or they avoid certain activities, you know, because they just can't do it anymore. They're just, um, they're just fatigued mentally and physically, you know, whether it's, you know, work burnout, or if it's related to something else, even just being a mom, um, you know, trauma of, um, some kind of trauma that's happened to them. So, I really do feel like burnout can come from many different areas of our life. It doesn't have to be that traditional thought process of just around work. You know, it can it can be burned out from many different things. If you have a partner who um, expects perfection, that can burn you out because you're always on you know, trying to do everything right and um, being on those eggshells to make sure that you're not making a mistake. So you're not getting into trouble. There can be so many different things that can lead to that burnout from um, what I've seen in my practice. So we just take and look at like what symptoms they're having, what's happened in their life and where they're at to see, you know, what are they in that burnout or is it something else that's happening?
0: Yeah. And when, one of the services you mentioned was hypnotherapy therapy. Now, from an HR perspective, I've always seen hypnosis as part of smoking sensation and getting over mm-hmm. some, um, poor habits or addictions, but mm-hmm. you use it actually to heal trauma. So how, how do these things link together? How do you heal with hypnotherapy?
1: Yeah. So a lot of people think about hypnotherapy, like in the movies or the comedy shows. So they're like, I'm not going to be aware of anything that's happening. Like I'm totally out, like in a dream state, or you're going to make me do stupid human tricks or what's going to happen. You know, that's typically the response that I get, but the training that I did was specifically with RTT hypnotherapy and most hypnotherapy practices, Um, You just go into a light meditative state. It's not like you're in this deep, deep state that you're unaware, you're fully aware of everything that's going on. So you're in complete control. And that part can be an issue for people. But once they know they're in control, and they experience that, then they feel calmer about it. Um, but we've seen so many different skewed views as to what um, hypnotherapy is like. So what happens, how it can help is it really gets to the root of whatever the issue is. So it just focuses, like we focus on whatever the issue is. So if it's burnout, then we identify, okay, why did the burnout happen? And sometimes people may know, you know, like X, Y, and Z, but then what can come up is also other events that may have been seeds that were planted or things that reinforced um, the belief that is there. So we take and identify what are those things, those root causes as to why it came to be. And then um, we do a lot of um a lot of work um, like in parts therapy, inner child work, a lot of like therapy type of um, techniques and theories to help neutralize out those um, those events and those be- beliefs that are on, like the negative beliefs that are happening. And then we take and plant uh, what, I, what I call the transformation part. And that's the part where we're talking about, okay, how do you want to be moving forward? So you take and plant truly how you want to be, not how you think, well, I, I think I want to be this way or that way, but truly like if there was no limit, How would you create yourself moving forward? How do you want to be in the future? You know, and that can be, it's whatever you want it to be. So then that transformation part reinforces what we changed in the session. And then you listen to it for 21 days and it helps to um, make sure that we're keeping it deeply planted to reinforce what was in the session and to also create more growth. So it really has thing that I really like about the hypnotherapy is it truly takes. And in that one session, you do months and months of work that you would typically do in traditional counseling. And it's like, you're just, you're getting it all done in a session. It's just amazing what it can do. So with trauma, we just identify, okay, what are the issues with the trauma that you're experiencing? And then um, tie in, and look at, okay, what are the events that reinforce those beliefs? Cause it can be that obviously the trauma part is going to come up, but then there can be those other seeds and we want to take and neutralize out whatever the mind's clinging to. That's not allowing you to let go of it. So it with burnout, it allows us to identify what, what are some of those seeds that maybe have led to why the burnout's happening? So, If you think like traditional, like work-wise or something from burnout or burnout, well, burnout in any sense, we want to take and identify, okay, are there any negative beliefs that are underneath there that led to the burnout happening? So like, let's say it's setting up, setting boundaries, you know, maybe you could have prevented the the burnout by setting up certain boundaries, but you have a belief about yourself that say, I need to... I need to take care of other people. So then you're always putting other people first and taking care of them first, instead of doing your own self-care and not setting, and then you're not setting those boundaries up. So we really want to look at, okay, what's underneath that burnout, um, on top of if there are certain events that have happened, but just the beliefs that are attached to it that maybe could have, um, reinforced the, um, the process of the burnout
0: absolutely I mean there's there's things that come up with many people I work with where you know they want to do the things but something is holding them back or they're doing the things and there's an under there's an underlying issue that's still not addressed so for many people that are high performers or um, the busy bodies you know I the best definition I found is stress addiction their body's used to the go 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 but even you know I'm about 10 months after exiting the corporate workforce and doing all that, and there's still this urge to do, do, do constantly. And I have a hard time sitting. So there's another layer that I still have not addressed. And that that's what many people is we can scratch the surface. And, and like I said, we can do the things and read the books, but mm-hmm. the root cause is, I mean, in my eyes, with the people I work with is rarely actually addressed. Um, and that's what's interesting about the hypnotherapies. You can get to those root causes.
1: Yeah. And if you're still finding yourself in that spot where you're still like, I still feel like I have to keep going, then you can actually do a whole hypnotherapy session on that to take and um, neutralize that aspect out and then have that more relaxed perspective, being able to take that, you know, um, take those breaks.
0: MDMR. Am I saying that correct?
1: EMDR. EMDR. Yeah, it's eye movement desensitization reprocessing. So that long term. (laughs) So what it means is it's very interesting, because what they found out is that by moving your eyes back and forth, by being able to, so like you think about something that's going on, so um, a traumatic event, and when you're moving your eyes back and forth, Um, as you're thinking about the events, what they found is that it actually takes and processes the event down. So it doesn't have all those feelings that are attached to it that like are getting you all flared up, creating anxiety, um, stressing you out, preventing you from doing things. And then it takes and neutralizes it out so that that event is now a memory without the emotional charge attached to it. It can be used for many different things Um, but the trauma was actually the first thing that it was utilized with, um, Vietnam vets. So when they found out that you could utilize it for a lot of different areas, but it's, they just say that it's that connection of left, right brain that as you're thinking about the event, it helps you fully process it. So I kind of think about it, like the event is almost still like in live mode. So it's still like your mind is thinking this can still happen. That's why some people will have like flashbacks, things like that, that are happening where they think they're in the moment, even though they're not. So this takes in by making that full connection, right brain to left brain, right brain to left brain. It makes that connection that no, this was in the past. This isn't something now. And it's not something that I need to, I need to worry about anymore. So the memory's still there, just not the emotional charge that's attached to it.
0: Yeah, that, that's wonderful because, I mean, so much of us in burnout have that survivorship mode that constantly runs. Yeah. like we talked about earlier, and, and having that trigger of, of knowing, nope, it's not happening right now, I am safe. It's it's the people that are sitting in the car before you're going into work and you're just dreading it, but it's it's not a safety concern, it's the emotional triggers of it. <laughs> Yeah. Even, even after corporate life has changed, or you may have switched employers and you're with a really good employer still sitting in that car (laughs) drumming Mm -hmm. up this, this own story in your head.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be there. Yeah. But your mind's taking you there.
0: So I know you've seen a lot of people um, in the burnout community. What type of services can you provide both in person and virtually?
1: Sure so um, most of the services can be provided virtually. so there isn't necessarily a limit as to um, you know how far I can reach. Um, there's a couple services that you do need in person for, but for the most part when it comes to burnout, there's a number of different things that we can look at. So we can look at nutrition and nutrients to see, okay, where is that at? Are you eating poor? unsupportive foods? Are you going to a lot of sugar? Are you going to a lot of carbs, we can take and look at those comfort foods, seeing if there's anything we can tweak there. And then looking at do you need some additional nutrient support? You know, what can help support your body, because when you are in burnout, you know, your body has been worked hard, and it is depleted. So in order to get your body working the way it needs to, you need to get the nutrients in there. So we can look at that aspect. And then we can look at the hypnotherapy. I just, I love the hypnotherapy because I've seen such amazing results with it. So that's a big one, the EMDR. And then sometimes people just want to do traditional counseling. So, and those all can be done online. The EMDR can be done online. Um, that's not an issue at all. Some people kind of question that because I utilize like a light bar to do that back and forth processing. Um, But it doesn't necessarily have to be done in person. So everything for the most part can be done um, via video, which is nice. So it just depends on the person and what they're looking for. So I just basically have that conversation with them to identify, okay, what are the struggles, what's going on, and then what are the modalities that would best work for them.
0: What would you like to leave with the burnout community to kind of spread some hope because you see a lot of the opposite side of the world we like to hide out in our burnout stories and do this alone and you see it all along with many other uh, trauma stories so what kind of yeah. hope or guidance can you give our community
1: well i would say don't doubt yourself like don't and don't discount yourself as to what you're going through because what i see is a lot of people will wait so long to get help because They may have the thought process that they need to tough it out, or it's it maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. So then there's kind of this um, they restrict themselves from seeking out the help when they need to. So don't discount your feelings, your thoughts that you're having about it, and listen to your body. If you're feeling like you're burning out, then get the help that you need so that you can get yourself into a better place faster versus waiting. And if you've waited, that's totally fine still get the help that you need so you can start rework so you can start working on resetting your body and getting you to the place that you want to be. I think a lot of people get stuck in their heads and then don't feel they deserve to get better or that they feel like they're like they're not worthy of it or what can they do because they don't know what to do in order to get better. So I you know just trust yourself if you're feeling like you need to get help then to get that help because You deserve it one way or another. You deserve to get the help that you need to have.
0: I know you're not lazy. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here working on self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the adventure, and finding energy towards your new habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions. Check out videos on burnout tools to move from zombie mode to liveliness on my website. See you soon.